Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O Face Wrestling. This is your host JT, and today I'm joined by Jenna from the Mixed Tag Team Show. What up, Jenna? What's up? Thank you for having me. No problem at all. So um, let's just cut to the chase. So today we are doing a Sasha Banks Spotlight episode. This has been something I've been wanting to do for months, but I had high hopes of Sasha Banks potentially winning the Royal Rumble, going on the WrestleMania and challenging Bailey for the title. So I kind of wanted to hold off on it and to see what happens then. And then after that, it was like, maybe she'll win Money in the Bank, you know, and then we'll talk about it after that. But, you know, that didn't happen. So I think it's just time just to do it because you do it with WWE and, you know, everything like that we don't know what their plans are for her so um kind of of the thing of being a Sasha fan you just always gotta wait (laughs) oh I know they 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 like to mess with us all the time oh yeah so um let's start off with you and you know because I want to talk about um how we became fans of Sasha Banks so when did you first become a fan of her um well if anyone knows me knows that one of the things that I'm into is like sneakers. I'm a big sneakerhead. So there was this um, message board that I used to go on to called Nike Talk. Um, and essentially that, that's what they did, talk about sneakers. But they had like a, like a general thread where they discussed miscellaneous things and they had a wrestling um, thread. And I found it cool because at the time I didn't know people were into wrestling like I was, you know, I kind of, not that I was embarrassed by it, but you like, to so many people, it's like, oh, I used to watch it back in the day. I don't watch it anymore. So to find people that were still into it, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I would browse it, maybe talk a little bit or whatever. And then I noticed, like, just guys going in about Sasha. And I thought it was it was interesting because I've never heard guys in particular go in on a woman wrestler. You know, not because just only because of her looks, but her actual ability. So I was like... Oh, and I wasn't, you know, back in the day to catch NXT, you know, you didn't have the WWE Network, so you couldn't really like, oh, let me just tune in on my PlayStation or whatever and just catch NXT. You had to really go out and search for it. So that's what I wound up doing. Um, This might have been 2014-ish, I believe. Um, And I I don't want to say the hype drew me in, but like I, I instantly saw what they were talking about, just like, she was just different from what I was used to growing up watching wrestling. Like I've been watching wrestling since I was what, eight, nine years old. And the women that I'm used to, it was either like really, it was either the ballets, like really sexy, or it might've been like China or Jacqueline or whatever. That was just really bulked up good, great wrestlers, but just wasn't in between that. And then just to, for someone to have the ability to captivate the audience and, and just be really good in the ring. I was like, oh, this is, this girl is, this she's it. And then just to, you know, to see the different matches as she progressed and evolved, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a fan. So that's how that kind of happened for me. Gotcha. Yeah, for me, it was kind of, you know, it was during her NXT days too. Um, I first saw her back before she was the boss um, because I was drawn in the NXT for Paige. This was back before the network when you had a watch um it through like hulu or something like that so i remember seeing her but like i said she didn't have the boss character yet so um, when Paige had left nxt i kind of drifted away from nxt as well but i was still kind of like tune in and out here and there because i wanted to see what charlotte flair was doing 
you know, of course, you don't want to see what Ric Flair's daughter is doing and all that. So I had tuned into an episode where she was feuding with Sasha. And um, I remember Bailey coming out with like a big old like cast around her leg and she had crutches and Sasha like kicked her down and then you no know, Charlotte came out and then you know, um, Sasha basically beat her up and she had, you know, the NXT title holding up. And I was like, this chick is cool as hell. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to start watching this a little more, see where this feud goes. And they had a takeover match. It was in December of 2014. I forgot what the takeover was called. And that match, like, blew my mind. I was like, holy smokes, like, this Sasha girl, she can go. And then I just kept on watching NXT. And then, you know, I saw her win the the title at that, you know, that fatal four-way, the four horsewomen. And I did, I, first of all, I just fell in love with the character. Like that boss gimmick is, you know, by far the coolest character in all of wrestling, in my opinion. And then her in-ring skills are just out of this world. Like I won't go as far as to say she's the best from like an in-ring skills standpoint, but when you put everything together, her, her chemistry with everyone, her ability to tell a story and just how much she goes, you know, all in on every match like nobody does that and it's just like when you mix her gimmick her character her mic skills her in-ring skills all of that together it was just you know she was you know just like kind of like the best thing in wrestling at the time for me like like mentioning like being a Sasha Banks fan isn't easy because you see someone so talented and it just it's like she should be the face of the company but we'll kind of get to that as we go through the episode so um overall during NXT like how do you feel about her NXT run I mean it going to what you said you won't go as far as like calling her the best but I'm be honest with you like it might sound biased coming from me like anybody who knows me knows I'm a big Sasha fan before Sasha was the rock. Like there was really no in between in regards to favorite wrestlers. Um, her, her NXT run was legendary. You know, this is someone who, as she puts it, you know, was just happy to be there and didn't really have a character to, you know, realizing that, you know what, she may not be with the company for too long and taking all the different things that she's learned and the people that she's around, like, her cousin and just making it in, into her own um, and just growing, you know what I mean? And it's just like, she was, she was under, she was, she started with like that. Remember that there was a storyline, this, that secret admirer thing. She went from that to being, um, to Summer Rae's like lackey essentially to, mm-hmm. you know, getting out from under her, under her wing and just, growing and then you know the audience gravitating to her um it's like it's it's just like wrestling one-on-one how to be a wrestler right like learning and how do you apply it and become the best that you can be and in regards to all the the wrestlers that have come out of NXT and I'm sure there's there's plenty of people that have you know have have great I guess had a great run down there, but it was just something about her, like how she was able to literally have legendary matches with so many people, you know? And I always I always think about when they started the whole 
ratchet chance you know that i remember that that could have been something where that could you know hurt your career because if you're not able to overcome that that's just that's just what you're going to be known as right mm-hmm. so what did she do she flipped it she she lashed out at the the audience she had shirts that said i'm not ratchet like she played into it even though when you look at her right like you know mercedes like the actual person is she's far from being ratchet right but what did oh, she do yeah. Instead of just, you know, going home and crying about it, she used it to her advantage. And, and that, that's just the greatness of Sasha Banks. Exactly. Like you said, her, her run in NXT was legendary because the first thing is she wasn't supposed to be as big as she got. She wasn't one of those big names they signed from the indies and that, you know, they sat there and, you know, gave her this, you know, mega, you know, you know, spotlight. She made herself, she I don't know whose um, idea it was to do the boss character, but she really took that character and took it to another level. Like you said, the whole ratchet stuff. And I mean, like, I, I just remember just being such a big fan of her during NXT. Like I would, I literally bought, cause she didn't have the sunglasses, the shades for sale. So I literally got on Amazon, bought some shutter shades and I would wear it for every episode of NXT. Like, you know, every time she was on TV, it was must-watch. She she reminds me of The Rock, because I know you brought him up. She did not have to wrestle a match to entertain you. Like, I remember that contract signing between her and Becky, and she gets on top of the table, has her foot on Becky's head, and holds up the title. I'm like, this girl is just so damn legendary. Like, every day. I say that about regards to The Rock. I always say that, not necessarily promo-wise, because I know, I think that's something that, one of the things or the few things that she could work on is her mic skills, but I've always felt that like she is just on on par with the rock in regards to just being able to captivate an audience and it's just essentially in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I, I'd have to say, like, as far as being a heel, her mic skills are, you know, there. I've never had an issue with her mic skills as a heel. Face, I've always felt they were pretty good. It, it just depends. Like, I loved her promos with Charlotte Flair on the main roster. Yeah, and there's nothing, I, I mean, me personally, but again, it's just being biased. I've, like, I, I don't, I can understand how there's, there might be better people, like, for example, Becky or whatever, on, in, on the mic but i've never thought it was anything i i thought it she i thought she was great as a heel you know what i mean and even as a face i think she just had to find her her footing in regards to like mm-hmm. okay i'm not healing anymore how can i be a baby face and and draw the audience in and and use like the script that you know they have to give me and, and make it my own you know and once she found that i think it, she was fine oh yeah absolutely because like the, the at the end of the day when she did turn face the crowd was so behind her it was kind of like i don't know like her trans you know position into a face i felt was pretty good honestly we didn't think it was gonna happen it, and i thought we were gonna get that heel versus heel with charlotte when she came back at the royal rumble and you know attacked becky and charlotte i'm thinking okay heel versus heel is pretty cool but then they just kind of quickly transitioned to her face i think it was when team bad kind of turned on her yeah, I mean, yeah pop at like you said the royal rumble it was 2016 the when she came back was you weren't you didn't hear women having those type of pops ever that was the pop like 
And it's like crazy thinking about that. Like a lot of people don't talk about that pop. That was one of the biggest pops I've ever heard for a female. Like people talk about how other rest, you know, women wrestlers get these huge pops, but what about Sasha? Like I've only in my life, I've only heard like Becky get bigger pops than Sasha. And that's just (laughs) because of just Becky, you know, blowing up, but like, before Becky turned into the man, this is this was a, a, a nightly thing for Sasha. After she won the title and she she opened up Raw those couple of times, the way people popped when she first won the title, the way she popped when she returned back last year, the way people popped. You know what I mean? The way during uh for what was it, Class of Champions and Hell in the Cell, the way that when people thought she might have was gonna get the the win, how it was fifty fifty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one was when Becky was on her run, no one was getting that type of response. It was just 100% pro-Becky, you know what I mean? So I, I don't think, like you said, a lot of people give her that credit because, like, the proof is in the pudding. Like, she draws attention. Exactly. Like, I've never seen, too, at least from my knowledge, a female get, you know, these kind of like rebellious chants like the 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 fans were rebelling against whatever was going on in the ring to chant we want Sasha like because I remember you know Sasha Banks was ringside and I think it was like Naomi or Tamina were in a match and fans like we want Sasha and you know like I've never seen you know you know a wrestler with so much buzz and the crazy thing is she's never been like booked as the face of the company and she gets treated like it by the fans and like that's my thing too and and the thing i really love about sasha because at the end of the day she just wrestles and she is so mainstream popular like when i wear her shirts out in public people say stuff oh like oh i know who that is that's sasha banks when um and then a lot of my coworkers and all when they see like my social media they mention too oh i've seen that girl on your photo on tv like people know who sasha banks is and she's solely been a wrestler like she doesn't do all these other things you know like you know, to get this extra attention. She goes in and wrestles. She's very private too. I've, I've come to learn about that. She's very private with her life. And I respect that. She doesn't like, you don't see her post pictures with her and her husband. You know, you don't, I, I've heard like, she's, she's gotten criticized for not being, you know, very social with her fans, like during non meet and greet sessions, you know, like if a fan tries to take a picture with her at the airport, you know, and I know some wrestlers will do that, and I you got to respect that, though, but at the end of the day, she draws, you know, so much damn attention, like you said with the Becky feud. Everyone was, you know, pro-Becky, Becky this, Becky that. Sasha Banks came back, and she changed everything. She was the talk. Every time she's on TV, Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, I see on Twitter constantly, like, you know, she, and why she doesn't get booked, the way she should, I don't understand. I've heard she can't stay healthy, but she's never really been out that long for any injury. She she's not like getting injured every match. Um, I mean, my opinion, she's the most well-rounded female in the company when you put her her look, her gimmick, her character, her you know charisma, her ability to have you know such great chemistry with everyone, and that's what we want. If we had a champion like Sasha every pay-per-view giving us those five-star matches like because we've never really had that you know ever since like charlotte flair we've never had a champion that just constantly goes out other than nxt obviously you know they're the women there just constantly book stellar um 
but how do you like what's your opinion on you know Sasha Banks's run so far you know on the main roster from start to beginning or you know beginning to now it's it's tough you know and I think you mentioned earlier and I and I definitely mentioned this often it, it is tough being her fan not because of anything that she does in particular I think you know as Sasha fans, you know, we're constantly proud of her, just her her drive and her ability. And she just always goes out and puts her best foot forward. But it's hard in the sense just booking-wise, right? And you mentioned you don't understand why she isn't booked as the face, as the face of the company. Um, and at times she was, in 2016, there wasn't really any other options, right? Because even though you had Charlotte, she was the heel. So you... And, she was and Sasha was completely over so you know yeah let's give her the merch and all these top feuds and first and whatever but ne- but we're not gonna let her run with you know grab the keys and run with it um I always say for me personally as a as a woman of color I feel that has a lot to do with it I know it's 2020 and we've come so far but a lot of ways we haven't um come far and just with the different things that we've seen. Um, I truly believe it. a lot has to do with that, you know, excuse me, because if it was a situation where I always say if Sasha was, you know, and at the end of the day, she's half white, right? So if she yeah. was a, a white woman that was a blonde, I feel like this is a different story, you know, in regards to, her being pushed or like, you know, rumors being spread about her or saying that she's not quote unquote friendly with, with fans and this and that, which is not true. Um, you know, so I just think that has a lot to do with it because like everything that you said, like she's just her, the, the matches that she puts on, the fact that she can work with so many people. Um, but to answer your original question, it's been okay. Like, she's had really, really good moments. Like, she's had literally top matches. What, last year? She had, what, the two top five matches, and that's with men included. You know what I mean? Um, she left. She left the company for a bit to take a break, came back and gave you a, the second best match of the year. I honestly thought it was the best match of the year, but I'm, again, biased, right? So it's so she's had a it's hard to it's hard to really put it into words like again she's had really good matches um and has grown her star but she hasn't had that ability to be the face of the company to have a long title reign which she 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 more than anyone i think deserves like it's it's crazy to me when i look at the days that a lot of these women are champions and she's only been like champion 82 days of last time I've checked, like in total, that's, that's insulting for someone at for her caliber. That's, that's crazy to me. You know, it'd be one thing if she wasn't like a popular superstar or she wasn't that good. She is a popular superstar. She's that damn good. So there's no, you know what I mean? And, and there's so many wrestlers that are, injured prone and still are able to hold the title. So that excuse in regards to, oh, well, she can't stay healthy. That's, I think that's, you know, that's crap. So it's been, like I said, 50-50. We've seen a lot of great matches from her and great moments, but she hasn't really gotten her opportunity to shine. You know, the the company being 100% behind her. It's just like, it's her that, that was able to 
to create buzz and and do what she could on on the main roster. I mean, I couldn't agree more with you. It's like they like her. They they showcase her a lot. You know, she's she was in both of the women's um, Hell in a Cell matches. You know, the one was the first ever, you know, main event for a pay-per-view. She was in both of the Iron Man matches. The first ever women's Royal Rumble, she was the first entrant, and she was the longest one in that match, making it to the final four. You know, she was, her. you know, alongside with Bailey, the first ever tag team champion. So it's like they like her, but like you said, they just won't give her the keys and let her run with it. And why exactly it is, it's really hard to tell. I mean, we're not, you know, no one's, none of us are backstage, you know, hearing the conversations and seeing what they're saying about, you know, these wrestlers and the decisions they make. I do know a lot of their decisions, you know, goes based off of marketing and how well their merch sells. Her merch sells very well. So that's clearly not an excuse. You know, like you mentioned her injuries. Um, she's never really, like I said, she's never been injured for a very long time. It's not like, you know, the revival situation where the one was out for like almost a year. It's, it's nothing, you know, significant like that. I she clearly has a passion for the business. She doesn't go out and get in trouble. You know, she you don't see her getting DUIs and anything like that. So it's like why WWE like and I just feel like when she does when she's at her top when it comes to buzz, there's always that one other person they want to push, whether it's Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. And I, I feel like it could be bad timing. The the Charlotte Flair situation made a little bit more sense versus the Becky. I felt like that, you know, Becky was kind of, you know, fizzling out a little bit and, you know, and a lot of the fans were kind of at that point, kind of like, Hey, you know, we want a new channel. Oh, you good. Hey, you're fine. But yeah, like, like both, you know, feuds with Charlotte and Becky, my opinion, it just felt like a good time for her to win those titles. And it's just they, they favored them over her. But then the other weird part was when she won the Raw Women's title from Alexa and lost it, like, what, the next week? That was, that was brutal. Yeah, that was something that just made no sense. And it's like... You know, it, it, it's it's really hard being a social bank, so, and especially when people try to throw, you know, these stats at you. Oh, she's only held the title for a combined, you know, like, what, 82, 83 days. It's like, it, it hurts because it's like you can't really say anything against that because it's true. It's facts, you know. But it sucks because, you know, WWE, when you know, these booking decisions are fixed, so it's like the wrestlers are better than, you know, their titles and stuff like that, too. Like, like I said, she's the best well-rounded wrestler in this business, and she doesn't get booked anything like it. She gets showcased, you know, she gets put out there, but I feel like it's more so to make other people look good because she made Becky Lynch look like a million bucks, you know. She made Charlotte look like a million bucks, you know. She gave Ronda Rousey her best match during her you know, and nobody can do what she does when it comes to her chemistry i don't know what she does to make it work but she does it so now like right now i think it's more so just giving it your all like even if like if you could be the worst competitor 
or the best competitor. This is your, if this is your passion, it's not that you, oh, I'm going to give 10% with this person and then a thousand percent. It's just, I'm going to give a thousand percent with everyone and give a good show to the, to the fans. And I think that's why, I think that's what it is when it comes to her, her chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, this is her passion. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to half-ass it. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I noticed that. And when she does that, sometimes it scares me. Like her match versus Asuka on Raw a few years ago, it looked like she almost died, you know, a few times during that match. Not even just that suicide dive that, you know, looked like it was botched. I don't know. But when. Yeah, that's what I heard it wasn't. It looked scary, though. I've never seen, you know, a suicide dive just look so. Painful. I was I was legit like scared. Like I stopped for a second. I was just hoping that she was okay. And then even like a few minutes later, Oscar like picked her up and slammed her on her knee, and you could just hear the smack. I was like, that, you know, really sound like there was some impact there. I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm just like soft shows. Like, please slow down a little bit. Don't kill yourself. It's like, you know, I like I get what you're saying. Give it a thousand percent. This is your passion. But sometimes. You know, if it's like a, um, a random match on Raw or a live event match, sometimes you need to, need to pace yourself a little bit because, you know, I don't want to see her or just any wrestler in general, like, have a shortened career, you know. It's, you know, wrestling is dangerous. And we've seen how, you know, with, with like, that Sasha and Paige thing where Sasha barely made any impact on um, Paige and that was her career right there. Like, it's a very dangerous sport. But, um going you know kind of like to the future now because right now as of this recording um bailey's the smackdown women's champion and they've been teasing the crap out of you know a feud so what do you think we might you know see in the future with sasha do you think they're actually gonna eventually go all in with her i mean i feel like that's me being naive and say yeah i mean i've, I've said that numerous of times in regards to her title reigns and when she's finally in in the title picture um it's just, I can't see what else could possibly happen, right? Bailey's literally beat everyone. And, and I know this is a Sasha Banks spotlight, but I got to give Bailey her credit. Because I, I'm always, I've always been a fan of hers as well, but she's really owned this, like, heel character um, she has going on. But, yeah, she's literally beaten everyone. So it's like you're going to have to eventually drop it, right? Who are you going to drop it to? Like, the storyline is there. It's, it's with Sasha. Unfortunately, it seems like we're not going to get that in front of, like, a large crowd just because of everything that's going on in the world right now. But it's just I, I see that's where it, we're headed towards um, Sasha coming after that title. Um, how long she's going to hold the title for and if she even wins, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because this, when we think this is finally it, it's never – the situation but that's where it just seems like it's headed yeah i i have to agree that's where it looks like it's headed um but like you said i've said that plenty of times too when you know wrestlemania 32 i thought guaranteed she was gonna win it just it just made all the sense in the world every match versus charlotte that she was defending SummerSlam, hell in a cell um the end of the line pay-per-view whatever it was where they did the iron match i thought saw shows retaining guaranteed I thought Sasha was going to guarantee beat Becky at Hell in a Cell. And it just seems like when we, you know, even at WrestleMania 34, when they dropped them tag titles, I did not think they were going to drop them. Yeah, so it's like we think that, because Charlotte Flair, going back to her, she went through everyone. 
you know, she went through Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Paige, um, Becky. Um, it, there was really no one left, and then Sasha still lost. She ended up winning, you know, several months later on Raw, but it just like we think she's gonna beat Bailey. It looks that way, but it's like you have to remember, you know, her history with the booking. <laughs> Yeah, like, it, it makes too much sense, but it just doesn't happen. You know, I'm going to be, you know, positive. I, I, and think, you know, I, I'm assuming she's going to win. It just, it makes too much sense. Yeah, even though, like I said, it makes too much sense. And, you know, there really isn't. Unless they do some kind of shakeup yeah. with the rosters, there's really no one. You know, Bailey literally went through, like, everyone on that roster. And I just don't see them randomly doing like a Bailey and Carmella feud or something like that. Like it's it it has to be Sasha. Yeah. And then you know after that it's kind of like assuming Sasha wins this feud. I'm I'm really hoping that they do like a trilogy or something with this. I don't want it just to be a one and done. I would love to see Sasha have a few matches versus Bailey. We know this was I mean Bailey is her best match. You know by far they had the most chemistry in the ring, and I want to see this go pretty far. You know, but, you know, assuming that she does retain, you know, what she's never been able to do on the main roster yet with, you know, a singles title. is like, then who's next after that? Because one of the things I kind of want to happen is I kind of want a team bad reunion and Sasha be the champ and kind of, you know, have Tamina and Naomi behind her. Then eventually that kind of break up and then we can see Sasha versus Naomi kind of, you know, stuff like that. I mean, how do you feel about Sasha being a heel and being with someone because a lot of people keep saying that she should be on her own but traditionally she always has someone with her whether it's summer ray becky um charlotte um team bad bailey she always has someone with her as a heel do you think that she should be by herself or with someone i do think she should be by herself because it just seems like just for the women's roster in general that's one of the reasons why her and bailey fought so hard to for to for them to bring the women's tag team title it's just they're so accustomed like we don't have anything for the women let's put them in a faction let's put them in a, a tag team and so we can give them their segments you know Sasha's more than capable to be on her own she's done it numerous of times um a team bad um reunion is cool um but I want to see her just be on her own like have the title be that boss that she is and just wreck havoc on the women's division you know i see a lot of people think that she's going to turn to a um turn face but just her her antics right now just looks like that she's going to be the one to turn on baby and just be the continue as the heel so we'll see i don't know um but yeah she just at this particular point in her in her career she deserves the title she deserves to have a long empty run and just be the face of the division, especially now with Becky being gone, you know, congratulations to her. Um, it's time for Sasha, like you, they time and time again, they call on her, like you said, to whether it's to promote that, it, you know, Fox or the Super Bowl or this or that, you know what I mean? The first ever women's Royal Rumble evolution, you call on her to promote things and utilize her because you know, she has that star power. Well, then if that's the case, then she needs to be rewarded as as such and have the title and just be the face of the company, or at least the women's division. Exactly. And, I mean, like you mentioned with Becky, and, you know, once again, congratulations to both Becky and Seth. 
But and it shouldn't come to this, but now that Becky's gonna be gone for a while, Charlotte Flair's, you know, with the NXT title, and you know, we don't have Ronda Rousey here either. This is the perfect opportunity to really make her the face of the women's division. Like I said, it shouldn't have come to that. Like it shouldn't have come with all these big star power women to be gone or, you know, be in NXT or whatever, but you know, this is the perfect time to really showcase Sasha because I know on Raw it's going to be Asuka doing her thing right now. But SmackDown, you know, this is Sasha. This is a lot of opportunities for women to really like step up and you know showcase their skills, which I'm excited for because I've been wanting something fresh for a while. You know, I've been wanting you know other women in the main event, you know, picture, and you know, like I said, Charlotte, she's still popping up in SmackDown and Raw and all that, but. She's doing mainly in NXT now, and like Becky's gone. This is the opportunity for a lot of women to shine, and this is if WWE doesn't go all in on Sasha now, that really shows, you know, a lot of things and how they value her. I mean, even look, we we saw we saw when when this everything happened with the virus and how we had to move everything to the performance center. The first, you know, SmackDown that didn't have a, a a crowd who started off the show. You get what I mean? It's just time and time again. And then you look at the ratings, you know, I try not to look into numbers because we don't really know everything. And I hate to be that fan that like, oh, well, this says this, that, and the third. But when every time I see reports say, oh, well, the women's segment scored this and it was the highest rated of of the show, that's not a coincidence. You know, people literally tune in to see what this girl is doing good, bad, or indifferent, you're glued in because of her and, and a lot of the women, you know, I think it, it's, a, it's a different time where most of us are really into women's wrestling. Yeah, because, I mean, first of all, it's, you know, I, I want to say it, it's new because we didn't grow up seeing this, so this is kind of a fresh new feel in the wrestling universe. And at the same time, these women are good, you know, I mean, these women matches are more exciting than a lot of the men's matches, you know, like, and I know a lot of wrestling fans who got back into wrestling around that 2014, 2015 era, and it's because of the the buzz that the four horsewomen were making, you know, and I don't look at the ratings, honestly, I mean, every now and then I'll peek and see what the whole AEW NXT kind of war is going on, just because it reminds me of the old days, but I don't pay attention to ratings, but I do pay attention to, like, the buzz on social media, like, and I see, you know, the different buzz these different wrestlers generate, like, some wrestlers you won't really see many tweets or whatever, but like I said, when Sasha comes out, her name is everywhere, she... More times than not, she might she a lot of people, you know, again, we talk about Becky being the face of the company and the division, but more times than not, you know, I know when certain people post different graphics, Sasha's talked about more. When Sasha left, she was talked about more. Like this we were supposed to be celebrating WrestleMania, the first ever women's main main event, you know, at WrestleMania. What happened? Sasha decided to take her break. That's all anybody talked about for those, what, four months or so? so. Exactly. Like, everyone's talking about, like, when she's going to return. You know, they, everyone was talking about how she's going to come back and go after Becky and just all this talk. And that just shows you, like, how popular she is. And like I mentioned earlier, like, 
people notice who she is. They they may not necessarily know her name, but they know her face. And that's still saying a lot. Like, especially like I mentioned, she's not mainstream popular. Like when it comes to like movies, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't do a lot of that stuff that some, you know, other wrestlers do. And the fact that she still generates all that buzz really tells you, you know, how good she is. And I want, like, I, I want to see her succeed more than any wrestler right now, just because I feel like she deserves it. She's owed that. Like we've seen WWE do that plenty of times with wrestlers where they kind of reward them with the title eventually. Like, I know like JBL several years ago or that he got the smack or the world heavyweight title. I think it was and held that longer than anyone ever on SmackDown. And supposedly that was kind of a thank you for his dedication throughout all the years. It's time for Sasha. You know, 2020 was supposed to be the year of the boss. I do know that, there was a lot of buzz at the beginning of the year about her winning the Royal Rumble. It didn't happen. I know she was injured. We don't know. And that's the thing is we don't know. Was that the original plan? Was she, was she supposed to be champion by now? You know, that, you know, could have been a factor. Um, I was really hoping though that she was going to win Money in the Bank. I thought that would have been a good storyline. You know, they could have done, they could have marketed the crap out of that too. We know they like, you know, they in the past they've done Beast in the Bank, Monster in the Bank. I was tweeting all the time, Boss in the Bank. Like, they I, didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think if she didn't win at Mania, I didn't think she would win Money in the Bank. I did like in regards to promotion and merchandise wise. Yes, it writes itself. Um, but in regards to the storyline that they, I think that they're trying to portray with Bailey, I don't think her cashing in is the right move for that storyline. That's the only reason why I didn't think she was going to win this year. I thought maybe she would be in it, but I didn't think um, she would actually win it. I didn't think this was the year for her to win. I mean, that's kind of what, like, I like to do a lot of fantasy booking, and I thought of, like, how good of an idea it would have been, like, her to be you know, miss money in the bank while her best friend is champion. And that could have really put together a good storyline. You know, Bailey would have obviously been very paranoid. And I was thinking in my head, well, what if Bailey attacks Becky and then says, here, Sasha, here you go. And Sasha comes behind her with the briefcase and boom, gets Bailey instead. You know, I I thought, you know, there was a lot of different cool storylines, but I'm happy with, you know, what's going on. I'm still enjoying the Sasha and Bailey, you know, teasing that they're doing. And I'm very happy for Asuka. You know, she's also mm-hmm. someone who deserves it. She work, she wrestles her ass off every time she's in the ring. And from a technical standpoint, I think Asuka is probably anyone when it comes to just your in-ring skills and ability, that woman can go with anyone and probably top three. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm very happy for Asuka and just hope you know hopefully that we get that big title run you know in the near future sooner rather than later um especially like i mentioned with all the top stars you know you know a lot of them missing right now i think this is you know kind of one of those it's no excuse with wwe now uh so um i know that you've meant that you've met sasha quite a few times do you know on the top of your head how many times you've met her <laughs> um, you gotta give me a second just to think about oh, it. Oh wow! Um, I met the first time I met her was 2017. It was at SummerSlam.
I'm gonna say maybe about 13, 14 times. I don't know, something oh, like that. Oh, wow. In like a three-year span, too. But you know what it is, too? Like, if I was younger, and I know, like, she, like, a lot of these wrestlers have a younger fan base. I know if I was growing up now, my mom wouldn't be taking me to to see my favorite wrestlers or standing in line and doing all these things. Now, as an adult, I can do that. And I always, I always said, like, me living in New York, like, we literally get everything, right? So, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And if, if it's not in New York, it's in, New, it's in New Jersey. And New Jersey's right there. If it's not New Jersey, it's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania can be right there for me. Or if it's, you know what I mean? It's literally, yeah. you have, that's like the good thing about living here. Like you can attend so many events and then, you know, I've traveled out and happened to, she was doing a meet and greet because it goes back to her popularity, right? So chances are she's doing something. So I was like, you know what? It, it's always a good time, you know. She's my favorite. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show love and support. So, you know, that's why I've seen her so many times. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to say you're definitely lucky because, like you mentioned, everything is in New York, and that's pretty. Most of my WWE meet and greets were me traveling to like New Jersey. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I mean, it's not a far drive. I mean, when I went to New Jersey back in early March, which was, you were there too, it was like a two-hour drive. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, like I met Sasha twice. You know, the first time was in 2016. It was like two or three weeks before WrestleMania 32. Yeah. So, I mean, that was really exciting for me. Yeah, she's very nice, I will say that. She's a very sweet wrestler. And that, and that was when she was – well, she was a heel both times, obviously. But, you know, it, it's it's always been a great experience beating her, and I hope I can meet her more. Um, yeah. She was doing a cricket um, meet and greet, you know, somewhere in my state like two years ago, and I didn't find out until like a few days in advance, so I couldn't – I had works. So I couldn't request that, but I mean, and next time she's in the, doing a meet and greet, I'm definitely going to meet her. I mean, I'll, she's one of those wrestlers I will travel for. Um, mm -hmm. She's definitely worth it. I mean, she's the boss. Of course. Yep. <laughs> so I think that wraps up our episode. Is there anything else you wanted to add about Sasha Banks? She's the greatest woman wrestler ever. Ever. Yes. And when it's all said and done, you know, like we mentioned, we just hope she has that one long title, and hopefully more. But I, but you know, the good thing about it, she's what twenty eight, so she has a whole like a lot of a shelf life to her. You know what I mean? But you always, there's always the young younger generation that comes up, and you know, eventually she's gonna, she's a veteran right now, right? So it's just like you don't want it to be a situation where. Like, kind of like what they do with, for example, like Natty, right? Like, they, she's a go-to if you want to train a younger talent or someone uh -huh. who's not that gifted in the ring. You go to her to, you know, get that, get them up and running. So you don't want to see that, that Sasha turns 29, 30, 31, 32. And she's all, and I'm sure, like, just like a lot of the women eventually want to settle down and have a family. Like, you know, we see with Becky right now. I, I yeah. Mean, there wasn't necessarily in the cards immediately, but life happens. You know, you don't want it to be a situation where, damn, this is one wrestler that should have been did this or did that. And you know what I mean? When you have the opportunity right now. So 
hopefully yeah. hopefully we 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 as Sasha fans and she gets her moment that she truly deserves. Exactly. And I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't see her getting that the natty treatment anytime soon, if ever, because I mean she has way too much star power. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously I love Natty. She has, you know, her value too, but like you know, um, Sasha Banks is Sasha Banks, and like I don't ever see her being, you know, in that role. Like maybe she'll kind of. I, I like to say the Chris Jericho treatment, where you get booked extremely strong, but then you put over people during the big matches, kind of thing. Should it end? Pray that is never. I mean, that is technically the case, but I just hope that's not that's her, their mo with her. Like exactly, um, just to get someone over, we're gonna book her really strongly, but. No, we're gonna this person. So. Exactly. So I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. I think she'll get that one big title run. I think it's just inevitable. Um, you know, WWE is really big on the four horsewomen as a whole, and they've invested a lot of time in the Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky with long title reigns. I just can't imagine them not doing it with Sasha, considering I feel like she's the one with the most star power. But you know, I'm sure they realized what was what was missing when she decided to take her, her, her little break, um, her hiatus. So I'm sure they realized more than ever, you know what, we got to do something, but we got to do it big for her. This is, again, this is me being naive and hoping someone that like truly roots for her and is behind her. I'm hoping that is the case and we finally get our moment. Yeah. Because I, I her fan, like, her fan base deserves it, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, when she won her first ever Raw Women's Championship, I couldn't help but tear up, you know, like, that was a bit, because we were waiting for that moment for, you know, a decent length time, because, like I said, we thought we were going to get it at WrestleMania 32, and just seeing her emotion and, you know, her crying and, you know what I mean, and then the fans, when they started chanting, you deserve it, like, god dang, that, like, really got my eyes watery right there, and it's just, like, I know the next time she wins this title, which is hopefully soon, Yeah. you know, if you're a big Sasha fan, you're not going to help but tear up a little bit. It's just like you said, they're probably waiting for the big moment. I thought it was going to be at Hell in a Cell, but then I'm thinking maybe WrestleMania. But then with, you know, COVID-19, I think maybe they wanted it to be in front of a crowd. You know, so hopefully, you know, summer, I'm, I'm banking on SummerSlam right now. I feel like that's, you know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we have a crowd. I do know it looks like it's not going to be in Boston like it was originally scheduled. Um but, you know, hopefully things go well and, you know, things get better with COVID-19 and we can actually get a decent, you know, amount of people in the arena to actually witness this, you know. So let's just cross our fingers and then hope that, you know, she gets this big match in this big moment because, you know, we've been waiting for it for too long. And I'm tired of, you know, people trolling, you know, a Sasha Banks fans about 82, 83 days or whatever, you know, she, she deserves it. So let's just hope that, you know, they actually go all in on her. Yeah, and I'm not rich. I can't keep, like, literally, I've, I've gone to different events more so to chase these moments. You know, I can't, like, I, after Royal Rumble, like, I was there in Houston and I was just like, all right, this is going to happen. You know what I mean? And, and, I was, and then the different numbers kept going by. I was like, okay. This is weird, but no, she's coming out. Like, there's no way. She's there. I, I saw her for, like, it was her birthday weekend. I saw her. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, she's, she'll be there. And 
30 hit and she didn't come out, I'm like, that was really deflating. Mm -hmm. And I, I could imagine it was deflating for her because she was there. You know? okay. So it's just, I know for me personally, I can't sit here and just keep going to different events hoping for to catch that moment. I would love to, but it's, 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 it's draining, it's time consuming, it's expensive. Like, it's, yeah. you, you got it, you have to give her her moment. Like, I even had, and, and it sucked because I truly believe, like you said, um, you don't know what everything would have been with, you know, COVID. If COVID never happened, I had ramp seats, you know, like, I was like, okay, because this is, I felt like this was really going to be her moment. But for it wasn't going to be a fatal four way, it was going to be her and Bailey, you know. Ramsey's had them, and then what happens, right? So mm -hmm. it's just like I've mentally not, I haven't checked out because I'm always like, I've checked out of maybe wrestling slightly just because there's everything's going on, but I will always tune in just to catch her. You know, she, she grabs my attention. So I'm always going to be like supportive and waiting for that moment. But in regards to like chasing and being at every event, it's rough, <laughs> you know? Exactly. For the Royal Rumble, like you mentioned, you were there. I I had traveled up to New York to go to Legends with, I mean, I was at that Jobber Tears, you know, party and all that. And just when number 30 hit and Sasha didn't come out, everyone just kind of like, the mood just went down significantly. In the, in the, in the um, state, I think yeah. You know, and it's ready. It was a it was a tough day because of you know the passing of Kobe and his daughter and the other people that lost their lives. So it was just it was already a tough day. So you know, just to see your favorite or someone that you expecting to be out there and win, it was hard. Yeah, because that was like the one thing I was really looking forward to in the match. I mean, it was a great match, and we got to see Bianca, you know, come in and dominate. Naomi returned, and it's like, okay, now let's just get this Sasha moment out of the way, and it didn't happen. But, you know, like you said, she she's someone I always tune in for. I always look forward to seeing her on SmackDown and pay-per-views and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, you know, she's, at the end of the day, even if she loses when she's in a big match, I still feel like she wins because people still talk about her. And it, it's, it's probably one of the best matches you've ever seen. And it's evident what, what last year with the Ronda match at Royal Rumble and then the Hell in a Cell match with, with Becky. She lost, but she won, you know? So Exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, that, you know, wraps up everything, you know, on Sasha Banks. And I meant I said that same exact phrase like 10 minutes ago that we just kept going on. But, I mean, it's Sasha Banks. It can't help ourselves. So, yeah. Um, Jenna, thank you so much for joining us today on over here at O-Face Wrestling. Um, do you want to plug any of your social media, especially your podcast of social media? Um, yeah, if anybody's following me. My at is at Miss Jenna Baby B A Y B E on Twitter and Instagram. And um, shout out to my co-host Blue. Um, my podcast is at the Mixed Tag Show. So check it out. Yep, make sure you check out her on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and also her um, podcast, the Mixed Tag Show, also on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Are you on Facebook too for your podcast? We are, but like most of our activity is more so. Twitter and Instagram, but we're on there as well. 
Okay, yeah, if you want to check them out on Facebook as well, do that. But, yeah, like she said, most of the activity is on Twitter. I feel like the Twitter is, like, the most, you know, traffic when it comes to wrestling. So that's usually the popular. In regards to the mm-hmm. exactly. But, I, but honestly, I tend to stay on Instagram. It's like kind of like you said, like people, a lot of people troll and stuff on Twitter because you have the ability to write, type out things. So I kind of try to stay away from that but then you have to when you want to promote your 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 work so exactly so yeah it makes all the sense and then um also make sure you follow us on um twitter instagram facebook sub us on youtube uh thank you all for tuning in today at o face wrestling and once again thank you jenna for joining us today yeah